First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. These are the Keishi Tapes. You, Man, and Favaz explore the backstories and interviews heard on Keishi, the longest-running rock station in the country. This is Keishi Tapes. I'm John Hewlett, along with... Favaz, hi. Hello, this is episode 162. And it's one that I found on Reel to Reel in my basement. Now, back in 1994, I was doing the morning show on Casey with a guy named Bird, Mm -hmm. who they hired out of Las Vegas to come to St. Louis to do the show with myself, and a fellow who was already here, Jim Ellis. Right. Jim Ellis has, unfortunately, since then, passed away. Yes. But uh, Jim was a fun guy, if he liked you. And... and, uh, I had some. I had some time, some yeah, good times yeah. and some bad times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What were the bad times? Um, he tried to um, um, uh, erase my name off of a uh, an appearance, my first ever appearance that I was going to have at Six Flags. Oh, really? They used to do them on the calendar. I don't know if oh, you remember. Yeah, yeah. But I was I was going to work it, and he changed it. And I called Al Hofer, who was the music director, and I was like, "Hey, why did that change?" You know, he's like, "I didn't change it." And I was like, Jim Ellis did. And mm-hmm. then he was like, well, take care of it yourself. <laughs> oh, wow. So I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I did. Yeah, Jim, uh, he was harsh mm-hmm. at times, mm-hmm. especially when it came to his money. Yes. And all he ever used to say <laughs> is just, just make sure the paycheck doesn't bounce. It's kind of like you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> and um, he did not like Bird. Oh, he didn't. No. That's right. He did not like him, and uh, there was one event that we were doing a live broadcast at. It was for uh, it was called a sexy boxing tournament that uh, the <laughs> ladies from from uh, the strip clubs were right. going to put these gigantic oversized boxing gloves on and, okay. and fight each other. Yeah, that was going to happen later on that night. Well, we were there that morning to do a broadcast to promote it because they were advertising on the radio station. Right. So, Bird said. Uh, a little bit later on the show, uh, Jim Ellis and I are going to get in the ring. We're going to do some foxy boxing. And Jim went, <laughs> he just kind of chuckled on the air. <laughs> and uh, we got off the air, and, and Bird left the broadcast table to do something. And Ellis leaned over me. He goes, if I get in that damn ring with him, I will kill him. So you better do it. <laughs> so so uh, I, when Bird came back. Ella said, hey, uh, we just worked it out. You man's going to fight you instead. <laughs> oh, great. So Jim Ellis goes, oh, okay. I mean, uh, Bird goes, okay, well, coming up shortly. So we get in the ring, mm-hmm. and we put on these both put on these gigantic gloves. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to fight the guy. And, I mean, and uh, we were probably about the same size. He's probably a little slighter right, than me, right, a little smaller right. than me. Mm-hmm. And so we go live. And Jim Ellis is doing the play-by-play, and they, and they ring the bell, ding, ding, and Bird comes out, and he's trying to punch me, and I'm just kind of kind of defending myself, you know, like, oh, mm-hmm. I don't want to do this. And he, he tried punch, uh, throwing a punch and his with his right hand, and he swung, and he missed. Mm-hmm. And I noticed after he swung and missed, his face was just sitting right there. <laughs> so, so I waited one more time. He came up, he tried to throw a big punch. I backed up. 
He had to follow through with no defense, and I just went, bam, as hard as I could right into his face. Did and you knock him down? Him, knocked him through the ring, out the freaking ropes of the ring, wow. onto the floor. And, wow, yeah, you and, did. And Jim Ellis was like, oh, my God, you got to see this, folks. It's <laughs> unbelievable. And then Bird climbed back in the ring, and, you know, it, it was – it was all fair and square right, and everything. Right, sure, sure. But, you know, he, he, I, and I liked Bird myself. I had a good time with him. Mm-hmm. But he uh, he wasn't much of an athlete. And so, and I just kind of noticed that right away that he was just, you right. know, not, he, uh, he was kind of vulnerable. Like he was kind of vulnerable, <laughs> you know. And I said, I, I'm going to do this for Jim. I'm going to just let him have it. <laughs> I was, I'm surprised Jim didn't say, well, I could have done that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so uh, this interview with Steve Perry happened in 1994. I am not on the interview. I thought I was there that day, but maybe I wasn't. Could have been mm-hmm. on vacation. So it was just Bird and Jim Ellis in this interview. Steve Perry. That's a big deal. Yeah, and he was in the studio, too. Yeah. Yeah. He was promoting his uh, solo record. I remember the pictures right. that were taken of him that day. That's right. So, so here we go. And uh, Bird, is, Bird is the guy... Uh, who is uh, kind of got a little bit of a pukey voice, but uh, he had a good voice. He'd be good on Wacky Wednesday, John. <laughs> and uh, Ellis has just got that a big, deep, rough voice. Yes. Okay, so those are the differences that you'll hear in the voice as you listen. And uh, Steve Perry. That's Bird. Vocalist of uh, Journey has joined us in the studio this morning. Good morning, oh. uh, Steve. Good morning. He sounds just like me. I suppose the, the question is, we haven't heard yeah. anything from the Steve Perry camp for... For almost ten years, <laughs> yeah. and there were some Steve. There were some crazy rumors. Rumor. The rumor mills were working overtime. Like what? Like what? Well, I mean, God. you know, Steve Perry, mm-hmm. and I've seen him on, on the internet and doing other interviews and radio interviews. He was great. Yeah, he was always good. Yeah, he 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 loved to have fun and uh, took nothing personal. If you brought up some some of the sore spots, you know, subject matter. One of my favorite Casey drops or IDs is listen. He says, "Listen, listen, listen." This yeah. is Steve Perry of Journey. You know, the, most of the time we say, "Hey, would you mind recording some?" Yeah, you know, and they'll just read them verbatim. But he, he just, he was. Uh, he does a couple of those cool. in these in the ends of these interviews too. Really? So uh, yeah, and actually, this is a two part interview. Mm-hmm. Actually, it was one interview, but this this. I got this off a best of tape. Mm-hmm. So what they did that they took this, this Steve Perry interview and they broke it up into two segments. And we're going to hear the first. We're hearing the first segment now, and then we're going to hear the second yeah. segment in just a little bit. Mm-hmm. All right. It was the, the most you know, vicious I'll, one. I'll tell you how that one got started. Okay. My mother had uh, had a pretty well. She had a terminal illness, and um, I was taking her from hospital to hospital. Mm-hmm. And so people thought it was you. Then. Yeah, I was sitting in radiology with my mom, and they don't know what my mom looks like, but they just recognized me, and the rumor got going. Steve Perry's in radiology at this hospital. Wow, that would make sense. Wow. And this was before the internet and stuff, too, right? 1994? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, internet rumors go, go even faster. Right. But back then, rumors... They're instantaneous, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. But right. back then, it took a while for rumors yeah. to get around, and then it took even longer to, to correct the rumor. Yep. At this hospital across the country... He's really sick, and his mom is holding his hand through it. Yeah, yeah, right, right. And so, you know, it just, uh, I guess the rumor got started that I had stopped singing and I'm in radiology, put two and two together, that maybe something's wrong with my throat. Something to that. So nothing, no problems no. with your throat or anything? So what have you been doing the last 10 years? Yeah, play- That's Jim Ellis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nintendo or what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing a Nintendo. I thought Bird was funny. I yeah. thought he had some funny lines. Yeah, he did. Yeah. And by the way, he's still in radio. He's in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And he works at uh, The Loop in Chicago, which is a legendary right. rock station up there. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a long time. It's actually, well, 10 years for the solo album, but I made a Journey record uh, seven and a half years ago. 
Okay. Is when the tour ended. I just had to get off the merry-go-round. I was burnt. Right. I'd love to take a seven-and-a-half-year you know, vacation. You, you know, put on your little bunny <laughs> slippers, and you just come no, yeah. hang around the TV for a few years? Some of that did happen. Yeah. You know, I went and saw some friends I hadn't seen, you know, in ten years. Right. You know, some weren't even around anymore. Uh, and, um, you know, went to try to see what the landscape of my life looked like. What was still standing. Brand-new CD coming out called the... Or for the love of strange medicine is the uh, the title and a, and a brand new song which we've been playing here on Casey called uh, You Better Wait. Can you tell us a little bit about this? Is there? A... Well, I don't remember that song at all. I don't even remember the album. <clears throat> I don't either. Yeah, I remember O'Sherry, his first solo record. Yeah, you'd think we would you know. remember his albums because he was such a powerful figure in rock and roll for so long in that right. band journey. And he went solo. It's yeah, like, I think what happened too. People were so burnt out on Journey for a while, mm-hmm. and his voice, that when he decided to go solo, and he did have a couple of hits solo, right? People were just like, "Nah, not interested anymore." Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, there's a story. Well, I was driving down uh, Highland Avenue, and I crossed a vine, and there was a girl standing on the sidewalk there who was about seventeen, and she looked like she was having a hard time. She also looked like she was doing things on the street that she thought she needed to do, you know, to get I to get so. by. But the problem was that it just caught my eye because she looked really, really run down and looked like she was having a hard time. Okay. And I don't know, it just, it just stuck in my mind. And then about four or five months later, we were writing this, the music for this song we mm-hmm. came up with in a rehearsal situation. And out of the blue, she was 17, a beauty queen. I met her in a magazine is all I had. Because I figured, you know, this girl could have been a beauty queen somewhere and ended up in the city. And got stuck in the city, and her pride would not let her come back because you know that keeps you places. Sure, it keeps you from. Well, that's a pretty deep uh, explanation for but, a song. But didn't Chuck Berry, Little Queenie, saw her in a magazine? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's it was similar. the same thing. Yeah, same story. Yeah. Okay, Steve. Admitting maybe it didn't work out, so you'll do things just not to go back. And and the chorus just says, "You better wait, stop yourself before you fall. You better wait, stop before you lose it all." Because somewhere there's love. It's just a well, this this was uh, an attempt on his part to send a message of of uh, how to get out of something. Uh, Chuck Berry's was, uh, yeah, <laughs> to, was trying to, to get into yeah, something, trying to get in somebody's <laughs> pants, as opposed to getting not not getting in at all and trying to help out. So uh, the message with uh, some truth in, in the lyrics. So how could you tell that she was a beauty queen underneath that sandwich warden in the clown outfit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's what he meant about oh, you. You know, you need a little thing. vacation. Yeah, I, I think you need a little time off. <laughs> Hawaii would be nice this time of year. <laughs> Similar humidity, you'll love it. Hi, this is Steve Perry, and I've spent the last eight years trying to hide from Bird in the Rock and Roll Morning <laughs> Show on KC95. Yeah, see, that's that's the kind of guy he was. Oh, he would yeah. do anything, you yeah. know, do anything you ask him. All right, so now i got to fast-forward this this uh, tape here. Uh, we're going to pause just briefly because this is going to take a while. Hold on. Or maybe I can do it. Hold on. Why don't you pause the recording? Yeah, or just talk yeah. through it. Or? One of the two. So mm. uh, on this best of tape from the from Bird and the Rock and Roll Morning Show, we're going past Cuckoo Call uh, with Vinny Testosterone. We're going past Scoop Butt Whisker. Uh, Newsbreak, Fester's Diet, Reverend Rock, Cuckoo Nudist, I Wish My Wife Was That Way, and then Steve Perry Part (laughs) 2. The only normal thing. Yeah. I want to ask you what you think Steve Perry is worth, but I almost want to save it for our feature that we do in the KC Morning Rock Show for this Friday. Okay, save it, yeah. Uh, Save it? Let's see where I am on this tape. Boxers are brief. (laughs) Oh, this is it. All right, yeah. Stopped it almost in time. All right, good. Tell people how this technology works for us. You mean the reel-to-reel tape? 
Now, here it comes. Yeah, and, and by the way, one and, of the... Uh, Steve Berry joins us in this... One of the spindles that's on this reel-to-reel machine fell off. Mm-hmm. It's one of the tape-guiding spindles fell off, and it's working fine. It's working <laughs> better without it, which is amazing in its own right. <clears throat> okay, here we go. This is part two from the Best of Tape, the Steve Perry interview done by Bird and the Morning Show on K95 in 1994. Steve Perry joins us in the studio with us this morning live. Too much fun. we got to slow down here. Of course, says or again, those that need the reference point, formerly the uh, lead vocalist of uh, Journey. It's interesting. <laughs> For those who need the reference point, former lead singer of Journey. Not everybody knows. Yeah, uh, I would. Yeah, you're Not probably right. Not every single person yeah, knows. That's true. The kind of changes that have happened in your voice over the years. Yeah. Now, generally, uh, as singers age, uh, they lose a lot of their high end. Now, you started out with such a high end anyway right. that you've kind of gained this nice little growl or a little rest. Hey, I, I think my testicles finally dropped. I think it's <laughs> <laughs> wow. This happens to guys as we get older, I hear. And, Are we still on the air? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, how many artists have you had in the interview and it was like pulling teeth to get them to talk? Right. And here, this I would guy's, love to have him on. Yeah, he's coming up with his own jokes, bouncing off your jokes. Man. Yeah. It's funny. He's awesome. Definitely. They haven't taken us off yet, but I'm sure everybody wants to know, and I'm sure you've been asked this question over and over and over, and you're sick to death of hearing this question, but for the benefit of those that, that have not heard the story. Boxers or briefs? <laughs> I never laughed at that, even when it first came out. Boxers or briefs? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it depends where I'm going. Okay. <laughs> Journey apparently is uh, apparently getting back together uh, with uh, the formation that uh, that you were part of with a, a new lead singer. Uh, I've heard that rumor too. Yeah. Now- <laughs> <laughs> you heard that rumor too. Wonder who who was it at that time? That was it was uh, not Arnell Pineda. Uh, yeah. Who's, no way. No, no, there was another guy. Uh, an, Jeff uh, Scott Soto or the guy before. I wonder if he'll yeah. say it here. Yeah. What, what, uh, you, it seemed to be road fatigue. Is that, is that the story? Well, for me? Yeah. I was singed. I was tired. It, I mean, it had been 10 years and I just had to get off the merry-go-round. I just had to stop. How did know? the rest of the fellas take that? Well, you know, I don't. Was it a mutual kind say. of thing where everybody kind of just went, oh, you know, no. I'm sick of looking at your face. I think they wanted to continue, but honest to God, it was a, it was a life decision for myself. I needed to just stop. A lot of things had changed in my life. Uh, and I just wanted to just get off the merry-go-round. And, you know, I didn't jump into a solo career and leap off at that point. Right. I really did stop. It, and for two years, three years, I didn't listen to any music. I was singed. Mm-hmm. I, Do you still keep in touch with the guy? Um, not of lately. You know, I think they've got their plans, and I'm out here. No. Yeah. At that time, and I, maybe it was Steve uh, Jerry. <coughs> yes, that's who it but was. But the, time that I, the first time that I met uh, Neil Sean at the Fox Theater, he said any time that he says anything about Steve Perry, quoting now, his fucking lawyer calls me. Oh. So they didn't uh, like each other mm, at that time, and he, mm. and he said in the interview that he doesn't keep in touch. Yeah, you know. I, I know I interviewed Steve Perry in the 70s, and I was at a store event with him and Ross Valerie, I think it was, and maybe uh, Neil Schoen as well, at the Peaches Record Store, which mm-hmm. was on uh, on uh, Hampton Avenue there at Chippewa. And I'm in the background on some of the photos that you see. That was one of the first times that they came to St. Louis with Steve Perry. Yep. But no tape probably of that, unfortunately. Nope. Talking about For the Love of Strange Medicine. and now How long were you with Journey? Ten years. Uh, doesn't that strike you as funny that you you know that you've grown apart professionally, yeah. but personally as well? Yeah, it's too bad. There's some sadness in there. With there you? is, there is sadness, but I mean, I don't think that. I think it's like any relationship, you know, to a degree. I, I think that there's always a camaraderie 
uh, amongst the people who who went in the trenches together and accomplished a mission together. I don't right. think you can ever take that away from us. And war I think, buddies. Yeah, exactly, war buddies. And and I think when the war's over, it isn't that they don't think about each other, or maybe it isn't they don't give a damn. It's just that I don't think that the mission is gone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. And and I think they might have a new mission, you know, and I've got this one right now, and I don't know what the future holds for anything. I, if I knew that, you'd probably want to go to Vegas with me. <laughs> yep, so that's it. That's it? Yeah. So that was not the end of the interview, though. I was no, sure it no. Was. It was, like I said, they edited it and, and hmm. put it two parts on a, on a best of tape. So hmm. I might have been in other hmm. parts of the interview. I don't hmm. know. But, hmm. um, yeah, I, uh, I, wish I, I wish I could have been more in that one because uh, just having yourself connected with that guy in any way, whether it's on tape or in photos or whatever, is... It's a big deal. It's a big deal, and uh, it's it's a uh, it's 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 a great memory. You know, and uh, I I think uh, he's a big San Francisco Giants fan because um, yeah. he lives in oh. that area, and they played "Don't Stop Believing." Yeah. You know, a few years ago at the uh, seventh inning stretch or whatever. And right. They always showed him in the crowd. It was crazy. When the Cardinals played the Dodgers in the World Series, I'm sorry, in the uh, in the National League Playoff Series, I think it was '85. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it had to be '85. And I was down in the bowels of Dodger Stadium. And the, the people who paid for the seats right behind home plate were coming off the field, walking past us. We were the media waiting to go into the into the locker room to mm -hmm. interview the players. And who comes off but Steve Perry <laughs> in Los Angeles at a Dodgers Cardinals game? I didn't expect he him just there. Just like baseball, yeah, I guess. maybe yeah. so. But he's from Los from San Francisco. He's not a Los right. Angeles fan at all. That kind of surprised me. I didn't, right. I, I didn't expect to to see him there. Maybe he was rooting for the Cardinals. Maybe he was. He could have been. Yeah. So. All right. That's our podcast this time around, episode 162. I'm John Eulett. You can follow me on Twitter at STLUman. And on Instagram, I'm Johnny Eulett. Come follow us. Favaz, AMF. Bye. The KC Tapes with you, man, and Favaz. For more on the history of KC, go to KC95.com or the KC mobile app.